Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Monday, 20th. Atlanta Hawks still suck, and today's podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Ravioli Day. I'm all in for ravioli. Heck yeah. The first thing that pops into my head when I hear ravioli has to be Chef Boyardee, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. That's like that's like immediate Chef Boyardee ravioli. That's what pops in my head. I love ravioli, man. Any type of pasta or any type of carb, I'm one thousand percent in. Actually, we had we had pasta for dinner last night, so yeah, I'm a huge huge ravioli fan. Those little cans of Chef Boyardee, dude, I can go through the. I can eat four or five of those things in one sitting. They're so good. Yeah, they really are, and you can kind of, you know nice it up a little bit um by adding different things but yeah i i agree they're really really good oh not i don't think i've ever gotten that fancy with like adding in stuff into the chef rd that's a pretty good idea yeah usually i just i don't even heat it up like i just i just open it up out of the can and start scooping it sort of like i do um spaghettios like i don't even heat that up i just open the tin and just start scooping it with a spoon uh i've never fancied it up might have to try that one day billy today is also the start of spring officially officially spring starts today and it, it feels like spring outside billy it's 22 degrees i mean that uh nothing screams spring like 22 degrees and in a couple days the highs are in the 80 let's go that's typical georgia right typ- typical georgia yeah 22 degrees this morning when i woke up uh, i believe the high on thursday is 80 something uh and everybody's allergies are out of whack and everybody's getting sick because of the allergies and it's going from 22 degrees to 80 degrees. That's the most. Uh, that's the most spring in Georgia thing uh, you could possibly you could possibly have. Billy, this weekend for Atlanta teams, uh, you know, a lot of people say the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, we had two great and one absolutely horrendously embarrassing. We'll save the embarrassing for the last part. Let's start with the great. And one of the great this weekend was Atlanta United beating Portland Timbers five to one in what was probably the most complete game I've ever seen Atlanta United play uh, in the history of, of Atlanta Atlanta United's existence, which is nice to say because they had some pretty good games in 2018 when they won the Cup. But Atlanta United takes down the Portland Timbers 5-1. to one. Almada has two goals, including the greatest free kick I've ever seen, uh, better than his free kick, in my opinion, in week one in the, uh, uh, the stoppage time winner. I was about to say, wasn't it basically the same kick it was very it was very similar but the spot he put it in the curve he put on the ball uh the speed in which it arrived at the goal it was it was the prettiest most gorgeous free kick i mean it it reminded me of something you see from roberto carlos back in the day in brazil it was it was the most gorgeous free kick i've ever seen i I, every I i told my buddy who's over in england who's sort of an adopted atlanta united fan 
I said it's so nice as an Atlanta United fan to go in every weekend and not have a feeling of dread just overcome you in in the you know uh, game that's going to take place that weekend. Like no, that's going, being a Hawks fan right now. Oh my God, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get we'll, hit, right we'll hit on that. No, seriously, dude. Like, uh, you and I have talked about this. I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but you know, we were coming back from the baseball tournament, and I had I turned it on because the game was basically starting when we were leaving uh, Alabama. So I basically turned it on the, on the radio and was listening to it, and it was like disaster early on with the goal. Yeah, for them, and then the VAR correction, and I was like, okay, and then boom, boom, two goals back to back that I was really, really impressed with. That, I mean, this team and you and I talked, texted back and forth yesterday. This team is dangerous, like dangerous, and I love that about this Atlanta United team. And you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to overreact to you know the first three games of the season. But it's the greatest MLS team ever assembled. I mean, that's that's just all there is to it. I mean, bottom line, <laughs> greatest MLS team ever assembled. Uh, Caleb Wiley continues to produce with a goal and an assist. Billy, that's now five goals or assists in the past two games. The guy is is a wildfire. I I, I said early on in the season, early, early on in the season after the first game, I would have liked to see Etienne start over Caleb Wiley. I now yeah. rescind that. Um, you can't take Caleb Wiley off the field. Like you just can't. He's, he's too good. He's playing amazingly. Uh, Gigi gets his first goal as a five-stripe, which he could have had a hat trick. I mean, the amount of chances that he had on he Saturday. Was oh, everywhere. All over, all over the pitch. And, you know, I, maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe this is um, just like revisionist history. And it, just because this has happened more recently than the other. The, I don't remember having a striker. I don't remember Joseph doing some of the stuff that Gigi does on the field and, and, and Joseph was amazing in his own right. I'm not saying Gigi is even close to Joseph, but I think the way Gigi plays fits into this team so much better than if Joseph was on this team this year, the space that Gigi is going to create for Amada and Arujo and Caleb Wiley and even Brooks Lennon that came up and played well Ibarra, um, the space he's going to create behind the back line of the defense is, is going to be amazing. I mean, he, his playing style fits this team so well and Arujo added a goal as well in the second half to make it two games in a row that Arujo has scored so I mean the defense played well the midfield played well the strikers and the wings played phenomenally um Guzan played fine I don't, I don't remember Guzan having any amazing plays but he played fine back there didn't have a lot to do really um you know the the first goal that was disallowed you could probably be a little critical and say that his positioning should have been a little bit better but Honestly, that was just an impeccable, amazing strike from outside the box, and it was disallowed because of an offsides player sort of shielding Guzan on the shot. Um, I, I doubt any keepers in the MLS could have saved that anyways. So, uh, yeah, I think Guzan played fine. Everybody else played amazingly. Uh, some of the stats in the night, shots were 18-9 to nine Atlanta. Shots on target were 8-3 to three Atlanta. Key passes were 15-8 to eight Atlanta. Possession was 59-41 Atlanta, and expected goals were 2.5. Uh, over 0.3 in favor of Atlanta. Billy, just listen to these stats. I'm about to rattle off these stats. We're three games into the season, I think, right? Three? Four. Four, four, excuse me. I, mi I missed the uh, the draw. Four games into the season. Atlanta United remains in the best start in club history with 10 of a possible 12 points, including the 2018 season where we won the cup. Tiago Almada leads the MLS in goals. Caleb Wiley is tied for second. 
and Luis Arujo is tied for sixth. Thiago Almada leads the MLS in assists. Caleb Wiley and Derek Etienne are both tied for fifth. Thiago Almada leads the MLS in shots, and Luis Arujo is tied for third. So essentially, in every major stat, goals, assists, and shots, Thiago Almada leads the MLS. Right now, early candidate for MVP of the league. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. And, you know, he's he is playing with such confidence right now, it's ridiculous. You know, ever since winning the um, the World Cup this, this past uh, winter and since then, I mean, I've seen nothing but just pure and utter confidence from from him. And it's good to see. It really is. Because, man, we needed somebody like this last year on Atlanta United. And no one really stepped up. But they're stepping up this year, and I'm so happy for it. It's, it's amazing to see Almada play out there. And, folks, listen, when you watch Thiago Almada play for the five strikes, when you see him out there in the Atlanta United jersey, Soak up and enjoy every single second. I mean, don't let, don't take any single game that Almada plays for Atlanta United for granted because that young man is destined for bigger and better things. He'll be over in, in La Liga or the EPL or Serie A or something. And, in, in, you know, hopefully after this season, hopefully after we win the MLS Cup, he'll be over there. But I'm, I'm telling you, soak up every single second you get to see this young man in a five stripes jersey because he might be the most talented player to ever come through the MLS ranks. Uh, the way he plays and the way he opens up stuff, this young man is a, a skyrocket to greatness. And, and it's it's lovely watching him play in a five-stripes jersey. So we uh, we play this week. Now, I, I will give you a huge caveat. We'll go over this game, uh, you know, later on this week, probably Friday. It ain't going to be easy. It, it's not. We go up to Columbus, and we are not going to have a ton of players. Um, we have probably half, right? probably half the team that started this weekend will not be with the team uh, up in Columbus because of the amount of international duty. And this is what comes with a successful MLS club because the MLS is not a serious series. Uh, it's, it's a Mickey Mouse series. It's, um, you know, it's a step down from literally every other series over in Europe. Uh, and they don't take, to, take into consideration international breaks when they make their schedule. Um, I could go on an entire podcast rant about that, but they, they will not have most of their, or I would say probably... I think half of the starting lineup they had this weekend will not be with the team this week up in Columbus because of the international break. So it's going to look very different. Uh, it's going to give a lot of the young players an opportunity to start uh, against the team who is struggling a bit in Columbus, uh, the Columbus crew. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll have a lot of the good players out there, but it'll be interesting to see what Pineda rolls out there and, and what we roll with this weekend up in Columbus. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped regardless. So let's go get another dub. Billy, the Braves over the weekend go 3-0. and Some more good. Some more good. Atlanta United wins 5-1. Braves go 3-0 over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Braves beat the Red Sox 8-0 Friday. Olsen with three RBIs. Albie, Janista, Hudson, Moritz, and Tolman all with an RBI apiece as well. Schuster pitched four innings and gave up zero runs with seven Ks. That's pretty good. Like that's uh, Yep. That's, that's pretty really good. good. And by <laughs> the way, with Olsen, two bombs. Same game. He's locked in. Let's he's go. gonna have a breakout year this year, I think. With let's the Braves. let's I, hope. I think he's gonna have a breakout year. Uh, and then on Saturday, Braves beat the Phillies five to one. Arcia with three RBIs, Riley with an RBI, Dodd went four and two thirds, gave up one earned run and four Ks. Also fantastic to see. Love that line. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and those are the two guys that are battling for 
the fifth starter spot. So let's hope that they can continue to battle the final week week and a half of the season. And you combine those, Schuster and Dodd went eight and two-thirds, only gave up one earned run and had 11 Ks uh, between the Friday and Saturday start. And then not to be outdueled, Freed went six and a third on Sunday, gave up no runs and five Ks. Uh, Freed's, Freed's in form. Like, Freed's ready for the season to begin. Let's go. Braves beat the Twins yesterday. Ozuna with three RBIs. Albie and Fuentes with one RBI. One of the weird things that came out this weekend, Billy, that I saw, a little concerning, uh, Shoemaker and Von Grissom are apparently neck and neck on who's going to start at shortstop to begin the season. Yeah, I saw that too. And it's it's going to continue. Um, Grissom, Grissom hasn't played at shortstop all week, um, but he's going to get a start today at... Uh, on Monday, so hopefully we can continue to see good things. Shoemaker's been basically what Snicker wanted to do was get an idea of what Shoemaker can do versus MLB pitching. And you know, I don't. We'll see how it works out um, in the end, but we'll see. I, I, I'm very, I'm very concerned because I think we let Dansby Swanson away too cavalierly, and the fact that we have this. It, w- it was Vaughn Grissom's, you know, roster spot. We heard from Ron Washington all last season about how good he was doing. Uh, and now he can't even get a start at spring training at the shortstop position. So the fact that we have a shortstop battle between two guys that have little to no MLB experience, that's right. a little concerning to me considering we let a shortstop, a veteran shortstop that we knew exactly what we had to had on our team go to the Cubs. Now, I understand the money aspect and how much he got paid. Yeah whatever etc etc but that's a little concerning to me as a Braves fan that we're we're still unsettled in a spot that we had a ready-made starter if we just want to resign them yeah it's just I don't don't know you know here's the thing I I trust the Braves the bad thing is you know six years ago I probably wouldn't have said the same thing but since double A's taken over I trust them. I know that they've got a plan and something will happen good for it. So we'll see how it ha- plays out. Next week's opening day, right? April, no, April 30th or March 31st. Is that right? Is that when we open March 30th, I think. March 30th, something like that. 30th, 31st. We March open on the 30th. road. Yeah, March we 30th. First two like series are on the road, right? Two or three series are on yes. the road? Yes. And good news. Good news, Kyle Wright will be back uh, probably for the second leg of the the uh, road trip, and Mike Soroka is actually supposed to pitch this week. Really? And, yeah, and he pitched. He did a sim game the other day and was touching ninety four. Phenomenal news! Holy smokes, dude! I did not. I a I didn't expect Kyle Wright to be back. I thought he was. I thought it was gonna be like late April he was going to be back I didn't know he was going to be back this early uh, and nope. B I didn't even know Mike Soroka was still alive so yeah. um, that's phenomenal that he's he's pitched a little bit this week and he's going to get a spring stra- a, a spring training start I'm assuming this week yeah yeah phenomenal that's great hopefully I'm, too I, him and him and Ryan should hopefully get two starts this week I, I'd love to see Soroka be a thousand per- I want to see what Soroka can do with a largely healthy season now it's a long season we all know people are going to pick up you know, bumps and bruises along the road, etc. I'd But I'd love to see what Soroka could do with like a 90 to 95% healthy 162. You know what I mean? Just see Absolutely. what he's got. See what he's got. 
Billy, so we touched on the good and the good with Atlanta United and the Braves. Now let's touch on the uh, no good, awful, horrible, terrible uh, adjectives that I can't even say on this podcast is how I want to describe the Hawks. Uh, the, the Hawks opened up the weekend on, on a positive note. They beat the Warriors 127 to 119, although they were expected to do that. The Warriors are 7 and 28, 7 and 27 going into this game on the road. The Warriors are terrible away from home. Trey with 25 points, 12 assists. JC, 22 points, 5 rebounds. OO came off the bench, 19 points and 7 rebounds. Nice win on Friday night to start the week off or weekend off for the Hawks, getting a uh, 127-119 victory over the Warriors. Dominant win. They look yeah. good. Yeah. Um, OO continues to look like, honestly, OO over the past week, week and a half has looked like our best player. He was the best player Friday night, uh, and he was the best player, in my opinion, um, yesterday on Sunday. OO has looked phenomenal. It's kind of nice to have two very different centers come out there for the Hawks in, in, in the way they play. Um, CC and OO. CC is a much uh, older school center, I would say, like a late 90s, early 2000s, back to your basket type center. And then OO is more of a, a, a stretch big. You know, he can play on the wing and he, he likes to have his momentum going towards the basket. Uh, and he's much more athletic than, than, than CC. So it's, it's nice to have those two start different centers. Unfortunately, we surround them by absolute complete crap. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, was I, I don't know if it was worse than the Rockets lost this year, Billy. But if if it was, if it's not worse, it's right up there with it. It, I, I don't, it, it was terrible. The, let's take the good news from it. Okay? There was no the good, good news. news. The good news there is the game good. is over. No, there was no right. good news. Look, the Hawks had the best first half of their season, or best half of their season ever. Had eighty scored eighty three points. It was it was a monster half, and it, they looked good doing it. They looked dominant. They looked they played good defense. They shot the ball well. Everything was going smoothly for them in the first half. And then the second half happened. It's it was it was the worst game I've ever seen the Hawks play. I I, yeah. I, I it it was awful. It was it was terrible. It was meant. I mean. The mental fortitude of this team is not, it's awful. The, the Hawks fall 126 to 118. They had almost a 160 offensive rating in the first half. They scored, I mean, it was a season high. They scored a season high points in the first half. They 83 scored 83 points. points in the first half. Yep. In the second half, they scored 35, 35 points. They scored 15 in the fourth quarter. The Hawks shot five for 22 from the three point line awful trey young that was the worst game i have ever seen trey young play six points or excuse me nine points six assists four rebounds trey was four from 15 from the field one for four from three only went to the free throw line twice awful settling for jump shots terrible dejounte murray had 22 points that was probably the worst game i've ever seen dejounte murray play 22 points eight assists six rebounds stop taking shots from in, inside the arc, when you come down, when it's DeJounte Murray coming down the end of the court, there should be a new rule. If DeJounte Murray doesn't make at least one pass on an offensive possession before shooting the ball, you get immediately yanked. Stop coming down and shooting bricks down the court inside the three-point line. I can't tell you how many times DeJounte Murray did that. He was 10 for 25 yesterday. The reason he had 22 points was because of volume shooting. If you yeah, want to shoot he... DeJounte, pass it first. He was a little hyped up because he was back home. 
That was the I, first time they had gone back to San Antonio. He was a little hyped up, and he looked he was good awful. in the first half. He was he complete good crap. Half. Most of his most of his points were in the first half. Yeah, all, all of his points were in the first half. I don't know if we. I don't know if he scored a single point in the second half. Yeah, it was terrible. 83, 83 points in the first half for the Hawks. Forty three in the second half. It did not look good at all. And no. you know that was that's just dumb. DeAndre dumb Hunter is a DeAndre Hunter is a liability at this point on offense. He's terrible on offense. I, I mean, he, he's he's good on defense, especially his perimeter defense. He, he's good, but it, his his offense is an absolute liability. He is re- the only person on this team that I have any faith in that has shown any progression this year is Onyeka Kongwu. I mean, yeah. he's the only one. A bogey's fine. Sadiq Bay was horrendous. He couldn't even get his shot off in this game. Uh, it's it's terrible. This this Hawks team is the most five hundred team that I have I have ever seen and it's I don't know what's going to happen under Quinn Schneider but I think there needs to be wholesale personnel changes in the offseason I mean this team is just it's not it's not assembled in a way to win a championship I mean John Collins is fine we know what his see we know what his ceiling is DeAndre Hunter is a liability on offense at this point CC is fine he's pretty consistent Trey has regressed since the Eastern Conference final DeJounte Murray I, you know Maybe this is a one-off, but DeJounte Murray over the past month hasn't been the same player that he was to start off the season. And Yeka Okongwu is arguably our most reliable player right now. A.J. Griffin is streaky. Sadiq Bey has to be a volume shooter. If he doesn't get the volume shots, he's not making points. And, and Bogey is also a defensive liability. And Bogey cannot operate. You know, he can't make his own shot. You can't give Bogey the ball and let him cook or operate for the longevity of a game against the second unit of the other team you can but against starters he can't do it so right i i, I don't know man and giving bogey that long contract is a pain hunter we're paying hunter like 60 million over three years i think trey young right now is a max i mean i would go out on a limb and say trey young right now is the worst max contract player in the nba i mean oh. I, I i can't think of another one in the nba that that doesn't get the numbers that a max contract should demand it's just frustrating it's frustrating watching this team thank god we have the braves and atlanta united to erase the memory of this of this awful hawks team well hopefully they'll continue to play well the i mean the braves and the united will continue to play well throughout (laughs) i have i have way more faith that they'll play well in the summer um and I, i saw a lot of hawks fans talking about should we start tanking for the lottery we're not doing that folks um you know, we're we're in the ninth seed right now, and it, I mean, this is a this is a one and done Hawks team. We 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 might lose in the play in position, so we'll see. It's it just it's so frustrating trying to watch this team and trying to cheer for them. Nineteen games left on the season for the Hawks. Thank God. Well, twenty because we're uh, twenty one because we'll probably lose both play in games. Oh yeah. All right, th- let's head to the Marie South scoreboard, Bryce. Uh, from Friday, baseball, uh, Temple beats Pebblebrook 15-3. That's a big win for them. Harrelson County beats North Murray 9-4 and 10 to nothing. Another two big wins for them. In soccer, Villarica beats Banneker. Girls 10-0, boys 10-0. Temple beats Crawford County. Girls beat them 7-0, boys beat them 3-1. Central splits with Sandy Creek. The girls lost 9-4. Boys win three to nothing, and Bremen beats Daresville. Girls win eight to nothing. Boys win five to one. On Saturday, baseball: Carrollton falls to North Springs seven to three, and then Bowden beats Tryon four to two. 
on the Smith's floor covering games and events calendar for today. In baseball, Villarica is facing off against Midtown at home, 555. Lacrosse, uh, boys, Bremen boys will be at Ola at 730. And Carrollton girls will be home against Harrison at 730 as well. And that's your Smith's floor covering games and events calendar. Billy, you ready for another cup of coffee? Yes, sir. But let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you are in the market to buy or sell a house here in the west side, give Hannah Strong a call and she will hook you up with some beautiful, beautiful listings. Uh, Turner Goldschmidt Power Team USA past Cuba into World Baseball Classic Final. Let's go. Let's go. I've watched both games over the weekend. Um, they were down seven of five and on saturday and trey turner hits a grand slam to win it and it was yeah, i awesome. watched uh i saw a highlight of that and then i watched the first six hours of the game last night but went to bed in the third inning uh because it was taking too long so <laughs> <laughs> i caught the replay of it this morning no that game took forever dude i that, that, yeah, it was we were like four out. hours in we were like four hours in and they were still in like the seventh inning and i was like i can't i can't do this i'm going to bed yeah, I, I, yeah there's no doubt but there was a lot of runs. Like I understand. Like there was. Yeah. I mean, when I went to bed, it was like four to twelve changes, or something. A lot of runs. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Rick Patino is in serious discussions to be the next St. John's coach. Uh, uh. Can you believe anybody in their right mind would hire this scumbag? Nope. I mean, this dude is absolute filth, scum of the earth. I, there, there's no way. There is no way I would hire this person to have any association with my university. I didn't care if it was a janitor. No way. Nope. No way. Uh, no, no. 16 seed, 16 seed Fairleigh Dickinson's magical NCAA run comes to an end against FAU. Can you believe is that it they a magical? Won? Is it a magical NCAA run just because you, you won one game? That's You know what, Billy? That is a very good point. I would say no. I would okay. say no, but they, I mean, they won two. They won the play-in game and they won the game actually oh. in round one. So they, they run, they won a game okay. in, in round 0.5. So I, I think it's a good point though. It's a good argument. I, I think I would agree with you that that is probably, I would say no, I would say no, but you know, what, whatever. Do I mean, you, don't it, get me it, wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's 16 beating one is huge. There's huge no doubt. Yeah. Major upset. But, you know. I wouldn't call it a magical run. Yeah, I, I would think you'd have to get to the Sweet 16 at least to call it a magical run. I agree. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lions agree to a one-year deal with C.J. Gardner-Johnson, cornerback uh, previously of the uh, Eagles, I believe. So the, the brand-new Lions, man, I, I think they're going to be good this year. Yeah, they're, they're going to be t- talented, really I, talented. I really think they might win that division. It's a possibility. Yeah, hey, Aaron's not in Green Bay anymore, right? Well, he, he is. He is as of now. He's still there. So we'll see. Uh, Adam Thielen headed to the Panthers on a three-year deal. Panthers doing Ugh. a lot of off-season moves, man. Ugh. I hate that. I hate so, that. Depending on what the Panthers do in the draft, uh, they might be my NFC South favorites. It's possible. Yeah, they need a quarterback. And all the rumors are pointing to C.J. Stratt being the quarterback that they draft 
number one overall in the uh, in the pool billion the bracket the men's tournament challenge hosted by the morning five with a $50 Amazon gift card up for grabs uh, Mr. Larry Wilson right now is leading with uh, 1450 points or excuse me a, a total of 450 points with a possible max of 1450 he has Houston winning it all right now he is in the top two percent of actually more specifically he is in the top 1.7 percent of brackets made on ESPN out of 20 million brackets jeez yeah the worst part about that is uh it's not the 50 dollar gift card it's the bragging rights that Larry Wilson will have over me for the entirety of my life uh this will be something that he brags about if he wins the bracket for the rest of uh for the rest of time so that's the worst part about all this and Billy, today in 2020, after 20 years with the New England Patriots, six-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback Tom Brady officially agrees to move the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a two-year, $50 million guaranteed deal, winning the Super Bowl and bringing life and bringing happiness to our good friend Matt Ridgway. And he did. He brought and a lot of happiness to our good friend Matt Ridgway. Sure did. Sure did. You got any final thoughts for today, man? Yeah, I do. Um, I know that you hate this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Happy birthday to your baby girl. Happy birthday, Willow. I know that uh, it's hard to believe that she's she's eight, right? At this point? Uh, Seven. 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 It's hard to believe she's seven. Like, dear Lord, man. She's she's one one of my favorite sparling kids. One of my favorite, you know, Grayson's not my favorite anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, I love Willow and, and hope she has a great birthday and and uh, hope you hope you guys celebrate her today. Yeah, we will. Uh, I don't think we're doing anything, but uh, that we're we're sending them to school, and I'm gonna give her a high five today. So that's what you get for your birthday. Now here's a resume. Uh, start filling it out and get a damn job. You know, seven <laughs> seven years old. I was working at seven. And, a, and a, you know, a sweatshop, you know, get a job. Nike's hiring. I'm sure so is iPhone. So, you know, get a job putting together stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, how, how was your how was your weekend, by the way? How did how'd sports go for you out in, out in Bama? Uh, it was okay. Uh, won the first two games. Ended up being the two seed. Um, lost in the first round of the gold bracket, which sucked um, because. That's, that's always tough. Do you want to get in the gold bracket or silver bracket? Like, that's always a tough question, you know? Yeah, and our our other our other mafia team actually won the silver bracket. So, <laughs> dang, <laughs> that's that's it's good for them, but you know it just sucks. You know that we yeah. lost in the way that we lost. But you know, boys played well. Gavin pitched uh, three innings or four innings over the weekend. Pitched really well. So, y'all some y'all some pretty weather. Cold, but at least sunny, it right? Was, man, it was cold. Whew, it was cold. <laughs> We had, I still can't believe we had a seven o'clock start on a on a Saturday night for a rec baseball game. Like, what what are we doing? Rec baseball seven o'clock at night? Come on, guys! Like that's that's absurd, absolutely absurd. Uh, but for Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>